When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You're listening to the A to Z English Podcast. Welcome to an A to Z English grammar from A to Z. Today, we're going to be looking at another grammar point. And we know that grammar isn't the most interesting and most fun, but it is important. And as we've talked about before, it really does help people understand you. You can remember to check our website for vocabulary notes and discussion questions and join our WhatsApp and Facebook page where you can join in the discussion and try and use the grammar points that we're talking about today. So, Jack, um, I wanted to talk about something that I've noticed a lot recently because I edit the the student newspaper at our university, right? Mm -hmm. And I've noticed a lot of the student writers are really... They make a lot of mistakes at mixing up active versus passive voice. Mm-hmm. And active mm-hmm. versus passive voice, I think, are great. And both have their own uses. But we need to know when to when to use them, of course, because that's the thing is they're both correct. Um, it's, it's both good grammar. But if you use it the wrong place, it, it feels different, right? This is the one grammar point where I would say it has a lot to do with style more than it has to do with correct grammar. So if you don't understand it, I would say don't use it. Don't use the (laughs) passive if you don't really understand it. And it's not it's Mm, not necessary. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah, stick to active and we'll define these in a minute for everybody. Stick to Mm -hmm. active until you know when and where to use it. And this definitely is a bit more of an advanced grammar. You know, last week we talked about much more beginner grammar. This is a bit tougher because it's really about style, like you said. Yeah. So let's start off. What's active grammar or active voice rather not grammar? What's active voice? This is the easy one. Yeah, active voice is just where the sentence has in English, as you know, English is a subject verb object language. So you have mm-hmm. a subject that is um, making some sort of action, which is the, the verb, and then uh, acting upon something else. So for example, right, so uh, Jack yeah. records a podcast. Jack records a podcast. Jack makes a sandwich. Jack eats the mm. sandwich. All right. Kevin um, takes a nap. Uh, whatever. Yeah, Kevin yeah, takes a nap. That's right. Yep. Kevin goes that, to those school. Those are all active. Yeah, those are and, all active sentences. Right. You know who the subject yeah. is. You know what the verb is. And you know what the object is. Yep. Simple, simple sentences. Any sentence mm-hmm. you've learned is probably that. So now, what is passive now? And 
passive voice, passive sentences are where you kind of, we change the focus, right? So instead of focusing on the, the subject, right? Kevin does this, Jack does this. The focus is more on what's being done. On, right, on it's the, the object. The, the, the object exactly. and the subject are inverted, but you cannot invert, you can't just, you can't just directly invert the object and the subject. For example, Jack ate the sandwich is not the same as the sandwich ate Jack. That is right. a nightmare, <laughs> you know, scenario where a giant sandwich is trying <laughs> to eat. Frightening, me. frightening yeah, example. That's a frightening, type, yes. amazing. Yeah. No, that's that's a very, very good point. So you're not just changing the order of the sentence, right? So the way to do passive sentences is we use the conjugated form of the to be verb. So is, are, you know, um, am, like I am or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or past uh, tense so we, as well. Was and were is okay too. Right. Yeah. Um, and then we use the main verb is the past participle. Past participle. So um, instead of like, we use like to. Right. Instead of eat, we use eight things like that or eaten. Sorry, we use yeah. eaten instead yes. of eat, eaten. Yeah, right. So, um, you know, Jack ate a sandwich is active or Jack eats a sandwich. But then if we do it as passive, it was the sandwich was the focused. Right. So the sandwich was eaten by Jack. Mm hmm is is going to be passive or in or, the you could do it in the present tense. If, if it's Jack eats the sandwich, then. The the passive would be the sandwich is eaten by Jack. Right. Yeah. Right. So the verb just conjugates to whatever tense it is, but the or, I mean you have the to be, so is or were or was, but then the main verb, you know, so sandwich, so eats, that's always going to be the past participle, eaten, mm -hmm. right? Liked, loved, right? The past participle of it. So yeah. I guess then just to kind of talk about it, active is just safe, right? For everybody out there listening in your writing. I remember so many times my English teachers in high school, I would write something and I would use the passive tense, you know, this happened here or whatever. And um, my, my teacher would circle it and they'd just be like, active, change it to active, change it to active because I was using it mm -hmm. wrong. And so they were just always telling me just like, no, just active, 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 just try and always use active. And to be safe, yes, just always use active, keep it Keep it simple. Yeah. Now, here's the problem. Here's the rub. Here's the problem. What mm. if you don't know the subject of the sentence? If the subject is unknown. So this is very common with newspaper mm -hmm. articles, especially the headlines in newspapers where a crime was committed. However, nobody knows who the criminal, the perpetrator is. So... Right. For and that, example, that was your you had that example already in in the passive tense. The crime was so past tense of to be, mm -hmm. and then committed the past participle of commit. Right. Right. Crime and let's was use my committed. let's use my sandwich as an example. So I make <laughs> this wonderful sandwich, and I I uh, I, I finish my making my my beautiful sandwich, and I put it on the table, and then my doorbell rings. So mm -hmm. I go to the door. And I open the door and there's my friend that ne my neighbor needs to talk to me. We talk for five minutes. I come back and the sandwich is gone. Oh, my gosh. It's a crime. Some, yeah. Somebody stole my sandwich or somebody ate my sandwich. Well, 
I can say act I can use the active voice and say somebody ate my sandwich or I could just say oh no the sandwich was eaten right okay and what does that mean that means that somebody ate my sandwich the sandwich was eaten by somebody but I don't know who yeah and you'll like you mentioned this is passive is used a lot of times on on news mm-hmm. in um or any academic writing or any factual writing about what happened and it really tends to remember it emphasizes the action right so it's the the sandwich being stolen that's the the focus of the sentence not oh, right, the somebody right. sure sure yeah that, that's the focus it's like the sandwich being stolen oh my god someone stole the sandwich right someone robbed the bank the bank was robbed um, and that's what we're focusing on, the action of it. And that's why the news often uses passive, because the news, of course, is focused on the events that are happening. Like the person generally isn't the important part of the news, unless it's the president or some you know very important person doing it. The, the important part of the news is what is being done, what happened. And so that's where we'll use passive a lot. Another place where we use it is like, yeah, exactly. When the emphasis is on the object of the sentence and not the subject. So, for example, if Kevin and I are talking about very important inventions from history and Mm -hmm. he's talking about the telephone and and I want to talk about the light bulb. Um, maybe I'm not really concerned that Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. That's an active sentence. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. But I, I want to focus on the invention. So I would say the light bulb was invented by Edison. And I'm putting the focus of the sentence on the light bulb. And But Thomas Edison is still the subject of the sentence. Mm-hmm. He's still the subject and light bulb is still the object, but the object is coming first in the sentence, which goes generally right, against the, the rules of English. Of yeah. But, but yeah. we do this and remember just yeah. off topic. Remember Nicholas Tesla was a better inventor than Thomas. Yeah, Edison yeah. Was. Tesla was a better inventor than, than, uh, uh, than Edison for sure. I agree. Yeah. But yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. And so, it's tricky, right? Like when to use these passive ones and when when it sounds weird. But that's where you'll just have to practice, practice, practice. When to use passive, when to use active. Again, stick with active when you don't know. But when you're talking about news, when you're focused on the events, if you're talking about a scientific article or, or something, right, uh, then you're going to use passive more because you're focused on the event that's happening. Yeah, you know, the so, quick and... The quick and dirty tips would be uh, when you don't know the subject, the subject is unknown, or you want to emphasize the object of the sentence. Those are the two situations where I would say using the passive will make your writing and your speaking more sophisticated. You'll sound more like a native speaker. But yeah, those are my I will two say tips. as well, because yeah. what you're talking about style, right? It definitely sounds more sophisticated. It sounds more factual, but it also sounds it has a lot less emotion to it because mm-hmm. that's why they use it on the news, right? They're just stating the facts. It's just fact, 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 mm-hmm. fact, fact. And so there's no emotion. There's no feeling. It's just this happened, this happened, this happened. And that's why whenever you watch the news, you know, they're talking about many people dying or banks being robbed or all these terrible things happening. 
And it always sounds very cold because they're just reporting the events, right? The bank was robbed at nine o'clock today. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, many people have like have died through the coronavirus, right? They're just keeping it keeping it passive, and so keeping it very factual for that. There so, what are a couple of other just really quick examples, just just to just to to wrap up? So, That's I drove top, mm-hmm. I drove my mom to the airport. Ah, okay. Right? So I um, drove my mom mm-hmm. to the airport. That's uh, an active sentence. How would I make that passive? My mom was driven to the airport by me. Right. And you can even skip the by me. Right? That might not mm-hmm. be an important part of the sentence. Because again, the important thing is my mom being driven to the airport. Oh, yeah. My mom was driven to the airport. Oh, that's good. She didn't have to take the subway. Yeah. And if you that's, know the subject, the you can use by the subject. But if you right. don't know the subject, just drop it, you know. And if you if you don't want to use the subject, if you don't care about it, if it's not important, you can drop that too. So you don't need the buy, like like Kevin said. Yeah, exactly. Um, let me see here. What's a what's a fun one? Um one last I, one to, to wrap up. I ate the piece of birthday cake. Jack ate the last piece of birthday cake. Oh, the last piece of birthday oh, no. cake. That's even better. That's better. Okay. Yeah. So I, I go into the kitchen. Jack, all of your food is being stolen. Your your sandwich, the birthday I know. cake. Well, we have a dog, you know, very <sighs> naughty, naughty dog. Yeah. That happens. So you walk into your kitchen and the last piece of birthday cake was eaten. It's gone. It was eaten. Right. Yep. So past tense was it's the past tense of to be. I am, it was, it is, right? So it was, and then past tense of eat, eaten, or the past uh, progressive. Past participle? No, perfect. Past participle, thank you. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was eaten by the dog, or it was just eaten because we don't know who it was. Exactly. So we're focusing yeah. on the cake disappearing, the cake being eaten. Yeah. It's a crime. It's terrible. Your sandwich and your cake. Jack and Kevin released the podcast. Nice. So the podcast was released. Done. Or the podcast was released by Jack and Kevin. But again, the emphasis is not on Jack and Kevin. We're not important in the second one. The podcast is important in this. There you go. So all of everyone out there listened to our podcast. Thank you very much. And our podcast was listened to by many people. (laughs) There you go. So again, everybody who's listening, thanks for for tuning in. Remember, you can check our webpage for you know show notes and information and some examples for this. But try for yourself. Put some sentences in the active. Just say something. What happened? Or what is something that you or your friend or your mom or dad or your dog did? And then change it to passive and see how that changes the meaning and the feeling behind it. The emphasis is on the action being done, not on the person or thing doing the action there you go all right well thanks everybody for for listening have a fantastic week and i will see you here or we'll see you in our whatsapp group to join in and give us some examples there have a great one bye-bye save big on your memorial day barbecue all in the kroger app Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.